You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What's the most resilient parasite? Transform the world and rewrite all the rules. That's what I'll be doing every single night. Which is why. No, 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 no! I have to steal it. What are you talking about, Willis? This is Primetime with Isaac and Souk. It's going to work. It's passable, okay? This, this isn't terrible. The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, pleased to have you along. We are uh, rolling through the college football weekend. We call it the college football weekend reach-around. We get a little silly here. It's pretty silly. You know, or sexy. Like a crazy uh, AM show. What are you, Winnie in the butt? You know, tune in this morning. I think you mean FM show. F- yeah, yeah, not AM. Is, not there, AM. is there a morning crazy is AM, AM show? Is AM still a thing? Oh, yeah, I think Dirt and Sprague are on there, yeah. 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 Hey, you can listen to us on FM 99.5 HD2. Yeah. Ow, we're the wolf. Yeah. I wonder how many people know that. I don't know. But if you go to most new cars, you have an HD radio. So if you go to yeah. 99.5 The Wolf, yeah. instead of listening to Tim Taylor, just bump it up one. There we are. Crystal clear FM. Yeah. When you say bump it up one, like you turn the knob. Just the knob. Or one, the, yeah, one, one move one, right. One click. And you would think it would go to the next radio station, but it doesn't. Wrong. That's goes, the new thing in radio. Goes to us. It's awesome. Yeah, we're on there. Yeah, crystal clear, or at least supposedly. Yeah. So if you're like, hey, we can't get AM, well, it, you can get us on FM HD. But we also have an app that cuts in and out. So. Oh, you kidding me? The app's great. People get love us it. on that. Everyone loves it. Everyone. But hey, they're working on it. It's I still the buzz. can't. I still can't get into our text programs. <laughs> uh, apparently, I've been fired. I don't know. <laughs> the weird part about that is, is I am logged in as me, as you, and they won't let me. I haven't figured that out yet. God. And I've been logged in as you for like eight years. <laughs> I don't even have a login. I'm just logged in as you. I have to log in every day. I, and really? you don't. No. Mine just stays open. I never shut it down. I think my career's almost over. <laughs> Someone's telling I'm you something? I'm getting some signs. This was, we'll, we'll let you behind the curtain. Years and years ago during the great radio purge, back when, uh, you know, the economy went to, to poo and everyone had to, to you know, lean in. Was that like 05 or whatever? It, well, that was like 01. Oh, like 2000, 2001. Because that was the rise of cheap guys like me. Yeah. No, it was after that because we, we took over. We had been together for a while. Well, there were a couple of them. There was 2001 and there was 2008. Might have been the 08 one. And there was a, we had a meeting to kind of, 2022, to like kind of streamline talent. Like we all fell into categories. Right? Oh, yeah. Remember that? I do remember that. And there was a... There was a tears. Guy, uh, tears. Yeah. And, and there, there was, we had a meeting. There was a guy I knew who did... Uh, he worked over on The Wolf. Nice guy. Tim Taylor. No. And uh, he will remain nameless. Probably but, Tim Taylor. But he was a good dude. I got to know him a little bit. So we had hung out a few times. And so we're sitting in the meeting, and we get the sheet that has what all the, the tears were in. And he looks over at me and goes, hey, man, um, should I be worried? And I'm like, why? He's like, I'm not on... The, I thought he'd be on the one of the lower tiers. And he goes... I'm not on the sheet. And I was like, oh, I was like, I'm sure that's just like a, you know, like a, this is just a mistake. Clerical error. No, no, no. He was fired a day day later. I saw him in the hallway. It's like, it's been real. I was like, what? He goes, it wasn't a mistake. 
I was like, wow. Damn. <laughs> yeah. That's diabolical. That, that hurts a little bit. Yeah. Well, well the, the, the meeting got bumped up, and we didn't have an opportunity to let him go. And it's a hell of a way to find out, though. Hey, uh, you guys made a mistake. I'm not on the sheet. Oh, that's no mistake. You called it the great radio purge. Uh, you know, of course, Nike had this, you know, the big layoffs. Yeah. Right? yeah. Have you heard the tales of some people getting called into the wrong room? Yes. And, you know, things yeah. like that. Well, I, my story is I came in from practice, and there was a trash bag in my locker. And this was like on a Wednesday. No one gets cut on a Wednesday. And I was like, um, why is there a trash bag? And they're like, oh, oh, that wasn't supposed to be there till Friday. And I was like, oh, so I'm cut. And they're like, well, yeah. But they still made me come to practice on Thursday and Friday if I wanted to get paid. I practiced two days knowing that I was cut. But someone made the mistake and put the trash bag in my locker mm. early. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Denver Broncos. <laughs> Keep it classy. So USC got dumped over the weekend by the balls of Kyle Whittingham. Yes. Going for two at the end there. Did I, you? I absolutely you hated it. it. No, I loved, you loved it. it. See, when I was watching, I was like, mm, I don't know if I get, I don't know if I like this. This is what I always say. Like, cause, cause people always have the, uh, the old adage is if you're at home, you go for the tie. And if you're on the road, you go for the is win. That, is that really a thing? I, there's the idea of like, I mean, you I know, remember that, but yeah, I, I always say go for two, right? It, no matter it, what. Well, just it, End the damn thing. Like, if you told me before the game, especially if I'm an underdog, right, and and USC was up on that game earlier, was it 21-23-7? Mm-hmm. Utah comes storming back, right? You, no one's been able to stop each other either, you know, all game long. So you're telling me that I get one play from the two-yard line. Yes. That's so at the, at the beginning of the game, and if I score, I win. I would take that almost every single time, especially if I was in, the, in an underdog role. So why wouldn't I keep doing that? Like, like you get into that. I love it. I well, it worked love for it. Oregon State yes. against Fresno. Yes. And it worked for Utah here. Now, if you're telling me that my defense has just been the balls this whole game. They then, have not in this game. Exactly. Then I can understand the idea of, like, let's prolong the game. I trust my defense. But when it's a score fest, I love the idea of telling my team we're ending it here and now. And for all the talk, and I get Lincoln Riley after the game said that he, you know, the officials and – Rightfully so. The officials sucked, and a lot of those calls went against USC. I think they took a touchdown, you know, basically handed it to Utah. Welcome I, to the Pac-12, Lincoln it, Riley. Exactly. Join us. But you know what? The Pac-12 didn't stop your defense from getting Well, actually, this. he's leaving us. But uh, Well, that is true. <laughs> well, welcome, but... Yeah, you know, welcome, but you know, see you later. The, the, the officials didn't cause your defense to be a civ all night, and they di- you had an opportunity to tackle Cam Rising, and he drugged two to three guys into the end zone. Shame on you. Yeah, that was a good game. Uh, two of the top defenses in the Pac-12, if you look at the stats, but yet a total of over, uh, what they say, like 1,200 yards or something. Yeah, neither side could, could, could yeah. get and a I, stop. I love those games like that. Man, college football, this year, college football, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just all the offense. Yeah, 556 college, to 562. Yeah, college football is a blast this year. Yeah. And I, I can't really put my finger on it. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. But maybe it's quarterback play. Maybe, I don't know. what. Whatever it is, it, when, when you tell me the top two defensive teams in a league are meeting, I'm like, eh. But then when it ends up 44, 43 or whatever the final score was, yeah. that, that it's just well, we, we knew it's this, so much better. We knew this about USC, and I'll, points. And, and I'll say the same thing about Tennessee. See Mariners Astros. <laughs> Ugh. I believe we that. love offense. I was there. When, when you're a team like USC or you're a team like Tennessee, look, you, you, we, we said at the start of the year, ten, USC can score on anyone, but there are going to be games where they are going to be vulnerable because it, it just, you can't get a stop, and this was one. There's no way you should score 42, or in the case of Alabama, what, 49 points or whatever it was, and lose a ball game. But you, you can't stop anyone. So they're not complete teams. 
And I think that leads to a lot of parity. I think it leads to a lot of fun games. Who has the second-best defense in the country? Second-best defense in the country? You, Alabama looks really sloppy. Well, they are. Yes, okay, so they look or are, whatever. I'm just, that's not the second-best. It can't be the second. They just gave up 52 points. Exactly. So Georgia's probably one, right? This was Who has the next best defense? I'll, I'll look it up. I bet statistically, I'll bet you that there's some teams. Like, I'll bet you Illinois and Iowa both have. Yeah, but, but, come on. I'm saying, like, real. Real talk here. You want yard- No offense to Illinois. No, I'm just going. Do you want yards or do you want what I do you want? I want your eyeballs. Total defense. Eyeballs. Um, like, who, who is Ohio State? Is, does Ohio State's defense suck? They haven't. No, it's been really good. But again, I don't know who they've played. Because then they fire their defensive coordinator after Oregon went in there and won. One, <laughs> yeah, right. Like yes. that guy lost his job. And it's a lot better, by the way. They they've got the number five total defense in the country. Ohio State does. Ohio State. But again, I, I would make the argument that seemingly their best win is against Notre Dame. And at the time, we thought Notre Dame was good. Notre Dame just lost to Stanford for God's yeah, sake. I was going to bring that up. So, Stanford won. <laughs> Boy, that's I tell you what. You know, you guys who bitch at us about saying how good of a coach David Shaw is. Yeah. I I I would like to put this game into the submit it to the court as evidence. Because they had no reason to bounce back at all from that Oregon State loss. No. I mean, dude, they were that I mean, they suck anyway, right? Yes. They finally seemingly win a game and then they don't Back because Oregon away. State makes a play at the end of the game. And then they come back the next week, they go to Notre Dame and win. <laughs> I submit to you, David Shaw is a good coach. Yes, he is. Because you, you do make a very valid argument. I mean, look, that, I get it. They're down. They're athletes. He is not getting the same athletes to Stanford. The NIL thing. And, like, there's a lot of reasons why Stanford is down. Yeah. And I don't think it's just all on David Shaw. That is a very fair point. I would uh, – there is no one that is going to go in there the way the current model is set up and have a lot of success at Stanford. I say, I've been saying it for years. I think the deck is stacked against Stanford in the way. So that's what I mean. Yeah. The, I mean, we don't need to spend all Stanford, night talking Stanford about Stanford. Is a, Stanford is but a. I just, that, let's give them credit because yes. that, was a, that was a heartbreaking loss yeah. and an already awful season. And then you got to go to Notre Dame. They could have easily, I'm sure a lot of people bet on them to get blown out in that game. They freaking won. Yeah. I would I, I would say if you're going the second best defense, I would probably lean towards Michigan. Syracuse. Right now. Oh, yeah, Syracuse. Look, well, Syrac- Michigan. Syracuse is undefeated. Michigan, we're used to having a good defense. So yes. that's some of that's conventional wisdom. Or are they really actually good? For what they've played so far, Michigan is a very good defensive team. I mean, I'm my- looking at the stats, and yeah, you know, I mean, dude, I don't know. Iowa versus Minnesota versus Boise State. For like you said, Illinois. Clemson has a good defense. I mean, okay, so. So basically, we want to go with the schools that are up there in statistical defensive categories, but also have the athletes. Like, yes. It's not Marshall. Yes. Okay. It's not Marshall. And statistics James is, Madison. Statistics in football and college football are often skewed because of, of who you've played and the, uh, well, and, and, the, and the schedule. I don't care about defense. I want offense, and that's what we got at USC Utah, and it was great. Well, if you're looking at like the top ten, right, and who we think can play defense, Georgia can play defense. We, Ohio State, Michigan can play defense. Clemson can play defense. We think Alabama can play defense, but they just got done getting rolled. We're not necessarily sure about Ole Miss, TCU, UCLA, Oregon. Look, most of these tend to be offensive-laden football teams, and I do think that there's a trend in college football going that way is, look, let's just try to score enough points and then come up with timely stops on defense. 
come up with turnovers and then a little bit of a bend but don't break. Well, I'm down. Which with is it. why teams that end up with truly elite defenses like last year at Georgia or the years that Alabama wins the whole thing, uh, Clemson when when they win it, I think at times those teams really stick out like a sore thumb because they can play uh, they can play offense and have a defense that's uh, you know absolutely suffocating. So what about the bend but also break defense of Cal? Yeah. <laughs> they lost to Colorado. They lost to Colorado. And did you see the final play? Yeah, they dropped it. I mean, they just dropped it. Yeah. I mean, the, the kid made a Isn't nice that play. two games that Colorado has blown? I think the Notre Dame game came down to that too, right? Well, Didn't they drop one well, at Colorado the end? Colorado didn't blow it. Or, I'm, I'm sorry, Cal, Cal blew it. That's what I meant. I just meant Cal at Notre Dame. Didn't they drop one at the end of that game? I don't know. The game-tying touchdown? They had an offsides, which wasn't an offsides, and ended up costing I that think game. Cal had, I, mean, it, I think it was just to tie it, but I feel like Cal has blown Two games late. That is a really bad. All I know is that's a really bad loss. Colorado. There's. I've, we've been doing this for God, like eighteen years, and there's yeah. been a handful of teams that I've seen over that time that have no business being in the Pac-12. Some of those were those Walt Tevin or Walt Harris Buddy Tevin teams. Uh, a couple of the Paul Wolf Washington State teams. There was also a stretch there where UW uh, was playing WSU, and that I went up to the Apple Cup. Those are those were the the Ofer team. They, they're just teams that did not belong on the field. Uh, Colorado was one of those. Well, so that is one of the worst losses. That's a job killer. That's, that's really bad. And, and they like him there. They give him an extension. But Wilcox, yes, you mean. yes, that is the sort of game that takes your, your seat and it turns up the heat. Cause you, that makes the AD reach over to the file cabinet and look at the buyout number. Yes. Like, you, well, you, what do we cost? You, you can't lose What's those games. You just can't lose those games. All right, uh, we will get our stock watch in coming up next. That's what we're buying and selling from the weekend at Sports on the Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
It's primetime stock watch. What's all the hype? Are Isaac and Sue buying it or calling BS and unloading it fast? Sounds to me like you got a couple of bookies. Is the hype accurate or a bunch of hot gas? Before you buy or sell, listen close. It's easy to grin when your ship comes in and you've got the stock market beat. But the man worthwhile is the man who can smile when his shorts are too tight in the seat. <laughs> primetime stock watch is brought to you by 1-800-DIVORCE. When you need to take stock of your rights, 1-800-DIVORCE is on your side. Call 1-800-D-I-V-O-R-C-E today. All right, this is the maiden voyage, maiden stock watch voyage of Jordan Schultz. Don't screw it up, Jordan. <clears throat> Do my best, guys. All right, so let's start off with story number one here, or I guess uh, stock watch number one. We'll play the clip, and then we'll ask the question. Vance makes the extra pass. Little bustles his way to the cup and traffic to we're leading with the Zers. <laughs> leading with the Zers. He is wearing his blazer warm-up just in case they need him. <laughs> they need him on game I'll one. I'll tell you what, Jordan's got some tight shoes on today, though. I just saw him in the bathroom. Are those some uh, LeBrons? Uh, PG, PG-13s. Ah, okay. Those are great. Like Thanks, some, some Miami Knights. Uh, I just, PG-13s are very comfortable. My feet are ugly, and they fit. Uh, maybe Paul George's feet are ugly as well because my feet seem to fit his shoes. Uh, so anyways, uh, Nasir Little Guys signing a four-year, $28 million extension with the Portland Trailblazers. Buy or sell, Nasir Little will be an all-star within the next four seasons for Portland. <laughs> <laughs> Buy or sell. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I think you can tell. I'm going to sell. I'll go with this one. I'll say this. Nice player. He is a nice player, but he will become the next in a great and just illustrious line of players that Blazer fans think is way better than he actually is. So are we learning that Jordan is that Blazer fan? No. It's possible. You are wearing a Blazer warm-up. Yes or no? (laughs) With basketball shoes. Are you ready to go? Can you give them 11 quality minutes if they need? Although you got that torn calf that you got hurt watching a baseball game. I'm Charles Barkley. I can get my booty into somebody to get a board, maybe. He's, he's ready to go. Right now. He's ready, he's ready to be put in the game. Let's go. Um, I will sell. Well, mainly because he can't stay healthy. <laughs> that, so there's that. That is a bit of a concern. He's yeah. not ready to go. Yeah, but I do like his athleticism. Absolutely. Nice, nice player. He can help you. Hopefully yeah. he stays on the court, but no, not an all-star. All right, next the up. Fan base, the ownership, the front office, the players, coaches, manager, everybody. Um, we want to get back here. We will be back here. There's no question in my mind. We've started something uh, that we believe very strongly. We've got a great core of young players. We've got an ownership group that's committed to bringing playoff baseball back here year in and year out. That was Mariners manager Scott Service after the Mariners got eliminated by the Houston Astros in the ALDS on a Saturday. Heartbreaking 18-inning affair. Buy or sell the Seattle Mariners win a World Series by 2030. So seven seasons, 2030. Oh, God. I mean, I, I hate saying that anyone will win a World Series. I will say this. Uh, the Mar- This is the beginning. This is not the end. The, the Mariners are going to be very good. And I think the Mariners are very good. This was a fatally flawed baseball team with, you know, basically no real punch after Julio and, and Ty France. I mean, your, your four, five, six, and seven hitters are all hitting below like 215, right? And despite that, you went toe-to-toe with the best team in baseball. You're three home runs shy of the Houston Astros. You had a chance to win every one of those games. And you still have a stocked farm system. You have a management group that's willing to go out and make deals. You saw Castillo willing to sign guys. 
So uh, you, you're you're literally two bats away, I think, from being a legitimate World Series contender. So will they win a World Series? God, who knows? There's so much th- that goes into that. Ask the Dodgers. But this is going to be a perennial playoff team and a perennial uh, World Series contender for the next 10 years. You know, I, that's a tough question to answer, and I will say no just because there's just too much randomness that yeah. goes into it, you know, injuries and stuff. But um, And then, you know, just the playoffs are random. Like, I feel like fatally flawed doesn't matter in the baseball postseason. It's about being hot at the right time. Yeah. I give you the Phillies. I give you the Padres. I give you my Royals making two runs. You know, that those weren't the best teams. In, those aren't and weren't the best teams in baseball. It's just um, these, you know, the debate now is the postseason. You know, is it really a legit, you know, is it a good enough postseason when it's just, it creates so much randomness? Yeah, there's a lot of people that are, are now Because the Braves saying, are out, the Mets you know, are out. Yeah, the Dodgers win 111 Dodgers games. Make them, make, right. them, make them lose in a seven-game series instead yeah, of no, five. And that's um, that's all fair. Um yeah, it, you know, I think everybody, you know, that that's something we should probably debate at some point this week because it's it's an interesting combo. But um, so so who knows if the Mariners are going to win uh, in the next seven years? I will say that they'll probably be or should be perennial uh, a perennial playoff team, which gives them a chance to get hot and win one, right? Yeah. So, uh, but I don't know. I don't, I don't well, know if they're going to win. And I look at it too, right? I mean, you go out and and you know, Winker and and Frazier were both all stars last year, and and then they come here and well. Yeah, they certainly weren't all stars. So I mean, they made they made their swings, and I think they'll continue to do it. So I'm I'm excited. I got a little Mariner fever this year, and I'm excited about where this team yeah they're good is, is going. They're good, and they got their core guys locked up, right? Yes, Castillo and well, and Julio, and, and they're all under the age. Like their key guys are all. I mean, I think Castillo is the oldest one at 28 or 29. Yeah, that's good. But you know, the Cal Raleigh's of the world and, and Julio and Kelnick. Put it this way. <laughs> no, shut up. Put it this way. They have as good a chance as anybody. Yeah, because baseball is just so random now. Uh, don't get me started about Jared Kelnick. Um, this one you guys will love. i got to do a better job of making sure we're um, running things that we can execute at a high level and be efficient and stay on schedule and, and um, you know, score touchdowns. We've just struggled throughout the season. Um, so it starts there. And, and then uh, execution, you know, routine plays that we make in practice and, and how we do it in practice has to carry over to the games. And right now it's not for a reason. That was Cliff Kingsbury starting to sound like Bill Belichick after more frustrating losses there. After their loss to the Seattle Seahawks this weekend, buy or sell, Cliff Kingsbury will be the Arizona Cardinals head coach after week eight. Ooh. I, I think he Ooh. will I think he will stick around this year. They signed him to the extension. But I, I'll, I'll say this. He will. So I, I will buy. He will be the coach after week eight. But I'll go on record. Cliff Kingsbury will not be the coach next year. At some point this year in the offseason, despite the extension, this is not working. Like, there is a clear problem. And I get it. They got some injuries, and they're getting Hopkins back, but they lose Hollywood Brown. They made a deal for another malcontent, Robbie Anderson. That ought to work That great. ought to work great. This is a dysfunctional franchise, and that starts at the top. They do not have respect for Kingsbury. Murray doesn't have respect for Kingsbury. And let's just say that, that all you need to know is the Seattle Seahawks, if it's not the worst defense in the NFL, it is the second or third worst defense in the NFL and the Cardinals scored nine points. Three on offense. Yeah, like, their offense sucks. Are you saying, what was it, what was it again? What after was the week eight, Kingsbury will be the coach. Will be the coach or won't be the coach? Will be the coach. He will be the coach after week eight. I will sell it! <laughs> He's getting fired. 
Well, they've got the because same. Because here, well, hold on. Yep. So, so there, he sucks. Yes. And clearly, he and Cliff King or um, Murray, Kyler Murray, don't get along. That is very obvious, right? You can see it. Yep. You can see it in their body language and how they look at one another and, and their their facial expressions. And obviously, their offense sucks because of it. I think Kyler Murray can be good, but clearly, Cliff Kingsbury is not getting that out of him. There, it's it's just not working. The, the thing that I look for, well, first of all, they cannot be this putrid. That that division is winnable, right? The the three teams ahead of them in that division are three and three. Okay, so the, so they sh- and they have a good enough roster. They should be able to sneak in there. Um, and the fact that they're not, if this gets any worse over the next, what do you say, week eight? So what do two I weeks, two what weeks. do I have? You I only have Sa- two weeks. Saints and Vikings. Ooh, Saints Vikings. That could be two losses. Yep. Um, that's quick. That's a quick turnaround, but. When you have a guy like Vance Joseph sitting there who everyone respects and it seems like the team respects and that he's their defensive coordinator and the defense is, is playing fairly well, I yeah. guess. Um, the problem is on offense. I do think it would be easy to – if two more weeks of this looking that bad, looking that bad, that ridiculous, it's it's embarrassing. If you get two more weeks of that, I think it's easy to say, Kingsbury, you're out of here. Vance, you're taking over, and we'll start over at week one next year. Take the Chiefs loss loss out of it that happened week one. So there are other three losses. If I told you going into the year that with Kyler Murray in that offense, that your defense was going to hold the Rams to 20, the Eagles to 20, and the Seahawks to 19, you would think that you win at least two of those with a a good chance that you're going to win all three. So think about it. They're three of their four losses. Their defense has not given up more than 20 points. That's Their defense is holding up their end of the bargain. So Cliff would blame it on Kyler, right? Like, they're really inefficient. <laughs> yes. But at the same time, you're the coach. He's the, he's the star quarterback. They just got the uh, extension. You yep. know, they gave the quarterback the extension. He's not going anywhere. Um, so, and it is your job, and he's probably a total pain in the ass. I'm sure Cliff Kingsbury could tell us uh, some great tales about how hard it is to work with Kyler Murray, but it's clearly showing that he cannot get it done. So are you going to let that drag on for the whole season? I don't know if you I can. I don't know that they will. But you've got a guy as talented as Kyler Murray, and he has six touchdowns and four picks through six games. But he run, you know, he ran for 100 yards yesterday. Like, you watch yeah. him play, and you go, boy, he can really make something happen when nothing's there. So it makes him sort of look like a hero. But then you go back to probably what Kingsbury he's would tell you. He's not on time in yeah, anything he does. Exactly. Like, he's bailing his own mistakes. He's bailing at himself out from his own mistakes. But, by the way, their offense is one of the worst in the league still in I think yards was, per play. I think it was Ryan Clark that lost it a week or two on him where he just said, this is garbage. He said, this is yeah. the definition of High school quarterback that thinks he's better than everyone else on the field. 100%. So he just goes out and tries to run around and make plays. And you do that in the NFL, you are dead. Yeah. Well, he, he does make a few of them. But, I mean, look not, at their record. Not, you, you can't win that way. No. So, um, yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to – wait, what am I doing? I'm selling it. Selling it. He's out. All right. Final buy or yeah, sell? It could be elite. I think there's going to be a special game. Regardless of, of uh, who comes, doesn't come. This is going to be an elite atmosphere, um, you know, and, and you love to have an opportunity as a coach and a player to play great teams. It's a great team. Great team coming to play us. Again, we're not really there yet. We're not spending all of our time on them. Um, but I know that environment's going to be really special and I uh, hope we can create a special one here. That's Ducks head coach Dan Lanning during practice last week, getting ready for the bye week before UCLA. Comes to Autzen this Saturday. ESPN College Game Day going to be in attendance as well. Buy or sell, this is the biggest Ducks matchup in the last five years. Buy or sell, this is the biggest Ducks matchup in the last five seasons. 
Boy, now I got to go back and, and look over the last five years. I mean, you top ten, I mean, I mean, they played Georgia, for God's sakes. So, I mean, that's, I was the number one team in the country starting it off. I, You know, biggest Pac-12 game? Look, this is as big. This is as big as any game they'll play. I'll, I'll give you that. Because, one, there's huge implications of the Pac-12. You still have a shot at the, at the, the college ball playoff if you win this game. Um, I mean, it's enormous. Best over over five years, I, I still might lean into you had the chance to play the number one team in the country on national television. I don't know if it gets any bigger than that, but it's as big a conference game as you've had. In the last five years, too, you've played in Rose Bowls. You've played in Pac-12 title games. So th- those games are bigger because there's more on the line. This is still a regular season game, but it's as big a regular season game as you've played in the last five years. Now, can I – okay, so – the Ohio State game last year comes to mind because, I mean, that was the number three team in the country. On the road? And I, yeah. and I know that, yeah, and, and in the big house, like, or not the big house, the uh, horseshoe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that the rest of the season, you know, fizzled to the point where the Ohio State game kind of gets lost. But that was enormous. Yeah. I mean, and you won. They won there with Anthony Brown, dude. Yeah. That was huge. I don't think anybody thought they could do that. So I would go back to that game. That game, obviously playing Georgia, but that one, the result sure. kind of makes you go, well, that one. Georgia and Ohio State bigger than UCLA. But they the Auburn start. game, you know, you had the Auburn game the year before, the yeah. Bo Nix game. Yep. That was a huge game. Yep. And that season ended up, well, that was the year they lost to Arizona State, right? And then blew it. Yeah, they, they have they not, only lost one other game that year. They haven't had great finishes. How about that? Well, so, so that is part of why some of these games don't hold as much meaning. Yeah. You know, but I'm going to go to the Ohio State game. I like it. I kind of, I kind of. That's bigger than this game you know because what? I kind of forgot about Ohio State because again, well, right? Because the season didn't, season but didn't but go your way. UCLA here. This is a big one and it's fun because I think people are re-energized about what Oregon's offense is doing. Yeah, and they're actually more exciting to watch. You know, mm-hmm. last year they were boring. Yeah, except for the Ohio State win, right? Yeah, Cristobal's offense. This year, I think not, people are more into it. Sure. And UCLA does come in looking pretty damn good. Well, you got the Chip Kelly factor and game days here, and you know, there's a lot but that goes into this. I don't think it beats winning um, at the at the horseshoe. Yeah. So, so screw you, Jordan. <laughs> well, okay. And your torn calf. I have a question for Jordan. What's up? Okay, you were talking about Jared Kelnick because you're big. We've we've established in the first hour and a half here with Jordan filling in this week that he is a big local sports fan. He loves Mariners and Blazers and Ducks. Yes. Do, am I missing a team in there? Are you like a big Timbers guy? Or? <laughs> no, hey, my football team's the Rams instead of the Seahawks, but, okay. but now that makes sense because they're back in L.A. So Okay. Who is the Jared Kelnick? You said Jared Kelnick. Is your like? Is your kryptonite? He, you said, if "Don't you get me started on Jerry Kill." <laughs> it's like a love hate there. And dude, I totally get it. Like, if I'm a Mariner fan, I would I, he would I would pull my frosted tips out. Growing up, it was Greg Jeffries for me. Who is the Jared Kelnick of the Blazers all time? Ooh, <sighs> and I'm gonna give you time to think about that. Yeah, that's a good one. Marinate on that. Yeah, there's your stock, <laughs> bitch. Uh, Goldberg Jones, when it comes to divorce, custody, and child support issues, trust Goldberg Jones to help. 1-800-DIVORCE. Phone questions answered at no charge every Monday, 415, our stock watch. Good job, Jordan. We are back next with the uh, in the news. I've got um, COVID news. You thought COVID was over. Well, it's not. And uh, the Nakia Creek fire is getting serious, and we will update you on that. 
When we get back, here is Jordan with SportsCenter. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Okay, I put I put our uh, our new producer. Our he's filling in. Uh, Jordan. He's here all week. Yeah, but we do need a producer. That's true. So maybe it will be Jordan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who our producer no is going to be. But Jordan Schultz is filling in. I put him on the spot because we have learned that he is uh, he's super a, Blazer fan. Well, he's a local uh, He's a local sports honk. He loves his Zers. Yes. And he hates Jared Kelnick because he loves his Mariners, which I totally get that. That has to be maddening if you're a Mariner fan. Who is the Jared Kelnick of the Blazers? And now this is all time. Jordan, do you have an answer? All right, I'm going to give you a couple, and I'm thinking they might be the same two <laughs> that you have, or at least one of them is. Uh, one and 1A, one Sean Kemp Ooh. and then Quintel Woods. Both of those guys just Quintel bugged Wood. the living hell out of me. But is that – now, you're saying that because they bugged you, but is Kelnick – like, wasn't Kelnick like a top draft pick? Kelnick was rated – he's terrible. He was rated higher than Julio Rodriguez. Yeah. Kelnick, by all measure, was a can't-miss 10-time all-star – I mean, so you're just going with two guys you, that you didn't like. No, I thought Quintel Woods was supposed to come in and be like the okay. starting small forward of the future at the time. I, I, I'm, I'm not making that up. It's just one of many guys that right. they told Blazers fans, here you go. This is our next great one. Not. Well, Kemp, I mean, God, that guy was awesome. Well, well he's four. By the time he yeah. got here, he was washed. Oh, he was but, fat. Yeah. I mean, still, have he's Sean seen, Kemp. Have you seen him lately, by the way? No. Wow. Like he's mean? Well, he's been up like he did some crack and stuff, and oh. he's been hanging around the Seattle area. And it is, right. well, it's it's gone south. It's like Barkley and then some. All right, we got to move on. But I got one for you. I think that fits the mold, um, uh, Jordan. Uh, how about Sebastian Telfair? Ooh, that's pretty good. Is that the Jared Kelnick of the Blazers? Is he was there was a lot, a lot of, of hype. hype, dude. There Co- were books written about him in high school. Cover of Sports Illustrated. All right. Well, we'll get back to that. Right now, it is October 17, twenty twenty two. It's time for the news. I'm your newsman. Hello, thank you. Carbon neutral. Please be seated. It is National Boss Day. Oh, Shout well, out to all you bosses. Go boss. Jeff Austin, uh, Kim. I don't know. We have like 17 bosses. Are they bosses. still alive? That's I the don't question. Know. I, I saw Kim last week. I talked to Jeff, Jeff Austin today. You did. I did. He's alive. He is. Well, 
I called him originally, and it went right to voicemail. But uh, eventually, I did get a hold or a text from Jeff Austin. So as far as I know, nice. still alive. It is awesome. So uh, shout out to Jeff. Yes. Uh, is it uh, National Pasta Day? Yes, it is. Oh. You know, I don't eat a lot of pasta, but um, I mean, it's delightful. It just it's yeah. not good for it's not good for my waistline. No, it's not good for anyone's waistline, Jason. So I try to uh, I try to stay away from it. It's over. The cooler weather is coming this week. It was like 70 degrees today. It was delightful. Yeah, but the cooler weather is coming this week. Is it? I thought it was supposed to be in the 70s all week. Once again, the cooler weather <laughs> is coming this week. And then the rain is supposed to be raining by the weekend. Oh, damn it. It is a cool front. I got a gutter thing that I got to fix. And I keep telling myself I got more time than I do because I see no rain in the forecast. I don't think you do. So I got to get it fixed by uh, the weekend. Well, I mean, it is supposed to rain this week. If you really need, like... Well, the gutter, th- it'll take me, like, eight seconds to fix. I just have oh, to go get a part yeah. from Home Depot or um, Lowe's or whatever. Get it done. I don't know about you, but I, I'm a big fan of procrastinating on home projects until I'm absolutely up against it. Well, I just finally got a new roof. One more year. One more year. You'll be all right. Yeah, one more year. It's like when the dentist tells you that you need, like, a crown, but it probably doesn't have to be done right away. You're like, wait for the tooth to break. I'll see you in nine years, and I'll see you in hell, Dr. Gillespie. Well, the Nakia Creek Fire burning northeast of Camas in uh, southwest Washington. Yeah, my brother's, like, in, like, danger zone, like, but he's, like, in danger zone 12 or something. Yeah, it's uh, it's expanding. Yeah, well, like, the winds or whatever, it, like, rapidly jumped and broke lines and... Yeah, yeah. Like, whoops. Well, now they're saying the evacuation zones are, are shrinking. Oh, okay. Uh, while Interactive Map is showing the new zones, uh, they're working to update them everywhere else. Um, and they said, like, so anyone within three and a half miles of the fire is now in a level three, which is go now. Get your ass out of there. Okay. And should evacuate. Um, anyone within four and a half miles are now in level two, which is be set. Mm. And don't confuse that with be ready, which is level one, and that's five and a half miles of the fire. My, uh, you know, my gal, she's easily uh, scared by the news and whatnot. So she, like last yesterday, uh, she sent me like the text, like, do we do we need to be worried? And I'm like, no, we're like, like 25 miles from that thing. <laughs> it's like, we're, we're are in, you that far? Yeah, we're in no fire zone. I mean, my God, it would have to burn all of Washougal, all of Camas <laughs> before it ever got That'd to us. That'd probably be a pretty big story. It would be a big story. I'll tell you what. If that your brother would be dead, brother would be in trouble. But if that fire gets to me, then you know what? We're kiss all of our asses goodbye. That's that's a whole thing. But to her, you know, she just hears the warnings and then it's spreading, and then it's like because she doesn't well, really know. Can't the you air. guys see it though, from where you are? No, you can't see it out there. No. Can't it's, see the smoke billowing up. Well, I mean, they, it's a little like cloudy, but no, you you know, we're we're a ways away from. I wonder it. how far John is from this. I think John says that he can see it because John can is see the John flames? is John is in. I don't know if he can see the flames, but he can see like the black smoke. Damn man! So he is he is somewhat close. He to just it. moved to Washougal. He just moved to the Shuga a couple years ago, so he's not in any sort of danger. But he is like where he probably has to at least keep an eye. On what's going down. Oh, the boss is alive. He just texted me. He said oh, it's go. smoky out there, but they did take them off the uh, danger list. He lives in Hawkinson. Yeah, he lives in Hawkinson. Now, uh, my doctor, Dr. Bessis, Doctor to the Stars, he has a piece of property out there that is in the danger zone, but he says uh, he doesn't care if his dirt burns. Because <laughs> it's just, he's, you know, he's got nothing. It's just a piece of dirt. They cleared all the timber off of it and whatnot. So, like, we texted him, like, hey, man, you okay? His response was, dirt doesn't burn. I'm fine. <laughs> I don't know anyone in the uh, in the path. All right. Um, up next, you thought COVID was over. It is 452 on the fan. Come out the-
Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. My reporters on the street have just reported back to me that uh, John's house is about five and a half to six miles from the Nakia Creek fire. Okay. So he uh, he has been taken out of level one. So what is that? So he's, he's uh, there. He's fine. He's fine. He's not. He doesn't even need to be ready. Uh, but he I did gu- say. I guarantee Heather's ready. Guaranteed. Well, he probably should be. If there is one person on this earth that's prepared for any sort of disaster, I bet when they found out there was a fire, there was a part of Heather that was like, yes. Because fire protocol, like preparedness, 17. All that hard work to prepare paid off. She's been ready to go. Well, he did send me photos of the uh, helicopter flying over his house with the ball, you know, like the water. Oh, to drop the the fire retardant on there? Yeah, that's pretty... um, yeah, I mean, it's one thing I, I kind of take for granted where I live. Like it's a little there, close for comfort. There's really nothing. I mean, outside, like I'm not in any sort of flood zone. I'm like earthquake maybe. Outside of that, I you know, nature can go to hell. It's not getting me. What else we got here? You thought COVID was over, you idiot. Yeah, every now and then, like I walked into the dentist office today, and they got the little like you got to wear a mask sign. I'm always like, damn it. Like, is there? And You're they waiting gave, for that. You know what? They gave, they gave me one of these. Eh. <laughs> don't worry like, about it. Yeah, I was like, hey, do I got to wear a mask? And literally the lady looked right at me and went, eh. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I'm going to go sit down in the chair and you uh, take off my mask so you can shove your fingers in my face. Well, so. I counted. I was in several airports over the weekend. And I counted. You got anything? Well, I, I was just trying to do a, a informal count of how many people are still wearing masks. Sure. And I got it to about... Now, when you're in Portland and Denver, you see a lot more sure. than when you're in Hayes and Salina, Kansas. Oh, I can imagine. Go down to Georgia sometimes. I think if you wear a mask, I think someone throws a Snapple bottle at you. Um, I counted about 15 to 20 percent, roughly, okay. of people are still masking up. Sure. there's Every now and then, there's people in my family that rock one. Which is totally fine. I, I, I totally get yeah, it. It kind of throws me for there's a loop, these people hacking on the planes and I know. stuff. Well, I kind of disgusting. Well, my gal, who is of uh, you know the Japanese flavor, there, like they're like the mask thing is just kind of second nature. So they mask up on the like she masks up on planes before this. Yeah. So she still rocks one from time to time. A new subvariant of the coronavirus called XBB dramatically announced itself earlier this week in Singapore. Uh, new COVID cases more than doubled in a day. And that is almost certainly why the same sub-variant just appeared in Hong Kong, too. A highly mutated descendant of the Omicron variant. Oh, God. It's, it's, it's always the damn cousin. There's always a fat aunt somewhere or a cousin ready to screw you over. Yeah, the Omicron variant drove a record wave of infection starting around a year ago. XBB is a highly mutated descendant of that. And it is in many ways the worst form of the virus so far. It is more contagious than any previous variant or subvariant, and it also evades the antibodies from um, therapies, potentially rendering a whole category of drugs ineffective. So we basically, are they saying that we got to go get, uh, we got to get another shot? No, no. <laughs> what? You know what they're saying? What? Pray? Nah. Nah. What about killed they're you? Like, ah. What about killed you last time? Yeah, it was awful. I'm just hoping that my body has developed antibodies that will help me the next time I get it. We know that hasn't happened. It is likely the most immune evasive and and poses problems for current monoclonal antibody-based treatments and prevention strategy, Well, said one public health. Well, it doesn't matter because you can't get the monoclonal antibodies. Like, unless you're like, 
I don't know, you have 19 different risk factors. You couldn't get those anyways. Well, I think that's, yeah. So they're they're talking about, you know, people that might die. You okay. Know. But, uh, well, I know a bunch of people that are running out and getting the new booster, and then it's like, I'm like, should I go get that? But apparently you're, uh, and by the way, this is my scientific evidence. You just told me. <laughs> well, I am your noted news. Well, then, then I trust you. Uh, the good news is that the new uh, variant, or the new, sorry, the new uh, vaccine boosters from Pfizer and Moderna seem to work just fine against XBB. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, so I, I still feel like maybe I should go get another one. So basically what that will do is re- significantly reduce the chance of severe infection. Hmm. Okay. So you will you can still get it. You I still just, get it. But... Yeah. I had it for like six hours. It just so won't be as bad. I don't care. As long as I get that version, I'm fine. So COVID ain't over. Well, is it really over? They, they told us, the CDC said that for the foreseeable future, it will be among the top 10 uh, leading causes of death in the United States. Just like the flu. It's here. It's It ain't going anywhere. So there's your in the news. October 17, 2022. We get to the hot five at five coming up next. It is 5.01 on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 